0: You are Locked On Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils, thank you guys for tuning in. Special shout out to my everydayers, and thank you guys for making us your first listen of the day. Wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like and subscribe, and turn on those notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. And stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter slash X at RichieBrad36 and the podcast at LO underscore Sun Devils. Today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash college or enter promo code college for a free white tech hat with any purpose. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. All right. I know we're a little behind. I apologize. Uh, something came up yesterday and I am back on track. I know this episode is also a little later in the day. We'll be back to our normal scheduled time following today's episode and we'll be right back on track. But we got to talk about Tuesday's practice, and then the rest of this week, I am obviously not up and pacing for Camp T, so I will be giving you guys secondhand information as well as some other content as well. But let's get into Tuesday's practice where I was in attendance, and I'll tell you guys right now, the offense killed it. Where the defense totally won on Monday, you flipped the script on Tuesday. like It was flat-out domination by the offense and domination by every team, first team, second team, third team, 10th team. Like the offense was just so much better than anything. The defense could get going. They were run over. They were giving up big plays. They just offense was obviously pissed off about the way Monday's practice went and they flipped the script. Let's go ahead and go through first team, second teams here. So First team on the offense, Drew Pine is continuing to get first team at the quarterback position, and he is – he's looking pretty good, man. Like, he had a rough first two, three days at practice to start off Sun Devils camp, and since then he has just really settled in. And he looks like the week one starting quarterback for the team, which is something that I've talked about before, and I just feel stronger and stronger about it. And he just – man – He looks like a difference maker right now at quarterback. He was just dicing up the defense. He's able to move out of the pocket. He can get the ball down the field. He's doing everything well. Not a surprise that he continues to get the first team reps with the quarterbacks. Um, Across the offensive line, nothing too crazy. Isaiah Glass at left tackle. Aaron Frost actually getting some work at left guard. Lee Fontanu at center. Cade Briggs at right guard. And Emmett Bully at right tackle. Bully and Glass and Fontanu have definitely been the mainstays along the tackle spots and the center spot. The guards have been rotated, and there's there's lots of competition there. You love to see it. Nothing too different at the wide receiver spot with Badger and Guillory starting outside, but Melcon Constaval was actually getting a lot of the work as the starting slot receiver for the day, and then Cameron Scadabo at running back and Jalen Conyers at tight end. Lots of rotation at the running back spot. Uh, Javen Jacobs was getting some time, and Kyson Brown continues to just look like somebody that the defense is entirely um, uninterested in wanting to tackle him. He just looks so gosh darn good at the running back spot, and I'm I'm thinking the way he's playing in practice, he might get some play time this upcoming year as well. Looking at the second team offensive line from left to right: Bram Walden, Magnum West, Ben Bray, Shauna and Isaiah Halum. Now, Ben Bray is still continuing to really struggle with snapping the football. There was another errant snap on the day. I think that he's absolutely the second-team guy. I think he's fine in a pinch if Fontanu goes down, God forbid, but it's definitely a little bit worrisome that the snapping has just been such a consistent issue. Trenton Borgay is the quarterback two there. George Hart, two, number two running back. Bryce Pierre, number two tight end. And then for the wide receivers, you had Andre Johnson and Jake Smith outside and Giovanni Sanders on the interior. Looking at the defensive side of the ball, there really is just not much change. I think we've kind of settled into what we're going to be seeing for the year. Looking at the defensive line, your two at spots are Clayton Smith, BJ Green, interior, Deshaun Mallory, Anthony Cooper. At linebacker, Will Schaefer is going to be your starting well, more than likely. Middle linebacker Travian Brown is probably going to be your starting Mike. And then you've got Caleb McCullough was also rotated heavily in. The linebackers in general getting really nice rotation. In the secondary, Roe Torrance is the number one corner. Mason Williams and Ed Woods have been in a dogfight for the corner spawn on the outside across from Torrance. Mason Williams was getting the first team reps on Tuesday compared to Ed, Ed Woods was getting them on Monday so nice good rotation between those guys Jordan Clark still the nickel Xavier Alford still one of the starting safeties and then Chris Edmonds was getting quite a bit of starting time with the first team as well on the deep or defensive on the second team side uh Garen Stansbury and Prince Dorbaugh were getting the majority of the work from the edge but you also saw uh, guys like Ashley Williams getting rotated in so they're doing a good job there but Stansbury and Dorbaugh Definitely commanding the most attention there. On the interior, no surprise, C.J. Flight continues to be one of the strongest guys on second team. Could potentially sneak his way on the first team, maybe by the end of camp, but at the same time, Mallory and Cooper have just been so good. And then Sam Benjamin and Tristan Monday rotating at the other tackle spot. Looking at the linebacker um, at the will spot, Crew Jackson and Tate Romney have been rotating with each other. Crew Jackson in general is just getting a lot of play time for the Sun Devils. I think he's going to be in for a very good season and potentially a season where he just gets a lot of play time as well. And then Kayla McCullough was getting a lot of work at Mike. So was James Jonka KVM Thunderbird was getting on the field. There's just lots of rotation, bottom line. At the corner spot, this is where it got interesting. So Ed Woods and Roman Rashada were splitting some time. And then Josiah Cox and Lennox Lawson were also getting some uh, rotation as well. And I'll talk about them more in just a little bit. D Ford at Nickel he's he just looks very uh very comfortable in general. and then Demon Wilson and Montana Warren are getting some time as the starting safeties as well. looking at this as a whole, I like the rotation that they're doing. um Montana Warren and CJ Fight are just so, so great on the second team, and I have a very good feeling that they're gonna end up getting very significant playing time before the end of the uh, 2023 season. They're just, they're so, so good at football, man. And it's going to be really difficult to keep them off the field, but the rotation in general has just been very good for both sides. Football season is getting ready to kick off and FanDuel is giving you a chance to win all season long because right now when you bet on a Super Bowl winner, you can get bonus bets every time they win in the regular season. Just pick a team to win the Super Bowl, and you'll get bonus bets for every victory. You can use your bonus bets on things like the spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and start betting for your bonus bets with America's number one sportsbook. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Take some time to visit FanDuel for yourself. Check out the money lines and the props about your team at FanDuel. All right, thank you guys for tuning in. Wherever you get those podcasts, hit like, subscribe, and turn on those notifications. You won't want to miss the practice content and a little bit of some other content that we're going to come out with this week as well. All right, back into our conversation. Let's go ahead and look at some player standouts. Now, on the offensive side of the ball, really was just about everybody there. Drew Pine is just playing out of his mind right now, though. He seriously looks like such a talented, talented quarterback right now. And he's doing a little bit of everything from the team, from being able to move out of the pocket, to take off, to putting the ball down the field. And that's really been one of the big differences between him and Trenton Borgay is that Pine has not been afraid to push the ball down the field. And he's not been afraid to be one of the more important players on the offense compared to like Trenton Borgay, is definitely taking a lot of the easier stuff and underneath stuff, and it's not that Borges played bad. It's just I feel like he's not using every level of the field the way that True Pine is on a consistent basis. And Pine has been giving his guys those opportunities to go up and get it. We've seen Guillory make some plays. We've seen Badger make some plays. We've seen Connor make more than his fair share of plays. Like there's a lot of good players right now for Arizona State and. Drew Pine has just been one of the catalysts for that. And uh, Kyson Brown has been another standout as well. The offensive line in general, I thought, just did a very, very good job on Tuesday to be able to control the line of scrimmage. Now, there were some plays where there was pressure, a handful of would-be sacks, but as a whole, they did more than a good good enough job to carve out some run lanes for the running backs, which they glided through. I mean, Scott looked good, Kyson Brown looked good, George Hart looked good. But you also had lots of, lots of good pockets where you were able to get the ball pushed down the field where the guys could go up and make plays. So all in all, the offense, I would say they're pretty much standouts across the board. I don't know if there was really anybody that wasn't a true standout for the team. Defensive side of the ball, Clayton Smith continues to look like a guy that's going to be between five to eight sacks this upcoming year. He is so talented. So athletic, so dominant for the time that he's gotten on the field. Now, will it translate? Who knows? But if there's a guy that I feel confident is going to be able to translate his success during practice to success on the gridiron for actual games, it's definitely Clayton Smith. Uh, Deshaun Mallory looks just so, 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 so good on the interior. He has been an absolute godsend for the team and he's going to end up being a big-time playmaker for them as well. Now, I don't necessarily believe the sacks will be there for him, but I do think he can be a Nesta Jade Silvera kind of presence on that defensive line. I mentioned Crew Jackson earlier, and he continues to be somebody who just gets my attention. Somebody that I'm really taking an interest in focusing on him. He just looks very, very good. And I'm very excited to see how brian ward and the team in general are going to incorporate him on the defense because the way he's playing right now has me thinking that he deserves to get onto the football field and be able to audition himself as a as a future starter for 2024 and potentially beyond in the secondary like i said mason williams and ed woods are really just going back and forth for a potential starting spot and that's that's just not going to change man like I think we're going to go into the season with those guys rotating. And Mason Williams is just a very confident player at the position. He has good coverage. Unfortunately for Tuesday's practice, the ball placement by the quarterbacks and the go up and get it by the wide receivers was just a little bit better than what he could do. And like some of it was just, you can't really cover much better than what he's doing. It's just a great play by the offense. So bottom line is Mason Williams looked really good. He was definitely someone who caught my attention. Uh, Jordan Clark continues to look good. Xavier Alford continues to look good. And then the last guys I want to mention here, Roman Rashada, Josiah Cox, Lennox Lawson. Uh, Lennox Lawson had an interception for the team. I'm going to, I need to double check. Uh, Yeah, Lennox Lawson had an interception, the only interception of the game coming off of Jaden Rashada. Uh, He was just able to undercut the pass that was a little bit underthrown and then was able to uh, take it back for a good chunk of yards. I don't know how much it would have been in real time, but he he just made a really good play on the football. Uh, you also had, uh, I literally just mentioned him, Lennox Lawson, and I am totally drawing a blank. Josiah Cox. Josiah Cox also looked very, very good. They They just got a lot more playing time than they have in, in previous practices and were able to make the most out of their opportunities. So very impressed by them. And definitely guys that I'm hoping we'll be able to build off of this kind of play and maybe take that into uh, this week's practices up at, but up at camp camp T and all that good stuff. And then you also had Roman Rashada, who's been getting some good playing time as well. I'm interested to see how much that's going to be, incorporated moving forward for him. He's a very talented player. He's he's shown off some ball skills during practices and everything. It's just that there's so much competition, there's so much depth, there's so much rotation at the corner spot that I just don't know if he's going to get significant time moving forward, but I do really like him to be be one of the main rotation guys moving forward with with the way that he has been able to perform in practice so far for the sun Devils. All right, I got to talk to you guys about our friends over at Bird Dogs because this is who is sponsoring the episode today because Bird Dogs they make you look good. They they stretch they stretch like khaki shorts but they're designed to fit slimmer through the through the thigh and give you a truly sculpted look and even for someone like me who doesn't work out, uh I got to tell you my legs look pretty darn good in these Bird Dogs. They do the same thing that Lululemon does but they fit better and they fit better than regular shorts that are stiff with a restricting cotton. Bird dogs f- fix that issue by inventing cloud net fabric that looks just like khaki shorts, but they stretch so that you get that slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Plus they have an anti stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long, which as you know, living in Arizona is an absolute must. So do me a favor. Go get yourself a pair because they're absolutely amazing. I wear mine all the time, and I promise that you guys will wear yours all the time too. Go to BirdDogs.com slash LockedOnCollege or enter the promo code LockedOnCollege for a free white tech hat with your order. That's BirdDogs.com slash LockedOnCollege or promo code LockedOnCollege for a free white tech hat. You won't want to take your bird dogs off, we promise you. One more time, thanks for tuning in. Wherever you guys are getting your podcast, hit like and subscribe and turn on those notifications. I'm going to be keeping you guys up to date with practices. I'm going to be keeping you up to date with everything else going on for Arizona State Sun Devils for free. So hit that like and subscribe button. All right, final storylines. I don't know if there's too many that are really standing out compared to what we've already talked about. But once again, Drew Pine continues to show that he's going to be a a potential starting quarterback for this team and potentially the week one quarterback he's just getting better and better as each practice rolls around and bottom line is somebody that just really stands out to me as a player that can that can be a lot better than people may anticipate like Jaden rashada as i have said before looks like a freshman and that's not a bad thing he just he's he's getting the hang of it and he's he's needing some time to be able to make mistakes and take chances and see what his limitations are. Like it, I just wouldn't anticipate him to be the week one starter. And that's not a bad thing at all. He's still the future of this program. And then with drew pine, like he just looks like he's confident enough. He's building off of what he did at Notre Dame. And it makes me think that he can be a really good player at Arizona state. I'm looking forward to him and all of the progress that he's been able to make with all the wide receivers. Um, Kyson Brown, I've talked about him a handful of times today. I'm thinking he's going to get some play time this year. I don't know if I'm willing to say he'll be a starter, but I do think that he could potentially carve out like a Daniel Nagata role when Nagata was the backup to both Chip Trianum and Rashad White in 2021. I think he could be that kind of guy, like that third running back that is able to come out and make some significant plays, whether the guy's ahead of him or the Carlos Brooks or Cameron Scadabo or uh, Tevin White or George Hart or anybody else. Like I think Kyson is going to be able to find a role in this offense. Defensively, it's all about CJ fight, Montana, Warren. Like those guys as I have said many a times are four stars. They played anywhere except Texas. They are, I, I, I truly believe by the end of the season, they're going to be borderline starters and they're going to be guys that have a high snap count no matter what, especially in the case of Montana Warren, who I think is just a sleeping giant to become one of the better secondary players in, I would say, the Pac-12. But, you know, that's not going to be a thing for much longer. Maybe in the Big 12. Like, we'll see. There's a lot of standouts here, though. Jordan Clark looks really good. Roe Torrance looks very good. Crew Jackson is a guy who's just caught my attention time and time and time again. There's lots of guys here, man. And moving forward for the scrimmage that's coming up on Saturday up at Camp T. If you guys don't have anything going on, head up to Payson. Weather's a little bit cooler there. You can go to the scrimmage for free and enjoy some Arizona State Sun Devils football. There's there's a lot of guys to talk about here. And that's why we're going to spend tomorrow's episode doing a little bit of a preview for the scrimmage. We'll look at the offense. We'll look at the defense, what we're going to be paying attention to, and all that good stuff. So if you're not already hit like and subscribe and turn on those notifications. So you get an update when we post new content, because we'll be breaking down what we're going to be watching for on the scrimmage this Saturday. And then I'm thinking I will do either on Saturday afternoon or Sunday morning, a recap of the scrimmage game itself. So you won't want to miss that in case you don't make it up to the camp and get filled in on what happened. So definitely turn on notifications like subscribe all that good stuff you can follow me on twitter slash x at richie 36 and the podcast at lo underscore sundables but thank you guys so much for tuning in special shout out to my everydayers who are here every day and at the end of the day i appreciate all of you guys for tuning in i will see you guys tomorrow for a preview of the scrimmage until then you keep it locked right here on locked on Sunday.